Real show, here we go. Real show, here we go. You know that it's gotta be that time, so this is what we chant. What keeps on getting them all amped in advance? Come on. You and I rocking out with Iron Man, F.E. You get the general's point of view on top of Roger's rants. Whenever it's happening out, we're putting the most minutes in you. Already know what that's about, you know that winners win. Crush whatever's on task, check the podcast. It's the champ and the tramp, let the ball blast. What's up, everybody? Champ and the Tramp here. We have a very special guest. I'm super excited today. We have BMX legend Scotty Kramer in the house. Uh, this guy is a nine-time medalist in the X Games. He's tied with Dave Mira for most X Games medal ever. Wow. Uh, he's a super. He's a local legend, obviously. That's kind of how I got to know him back in the day. But he is a world-renowned superstar, YouTube sensation, and we are super excited to have him in the podcast room today. So. Scotty, how are you, brother? And Jersey Shore royalty. You know, I, I've been hearing about Scotty for you know as long mm. as I can remember, man. So, uh, and this is the first time I got to meet him. So, man, this is cool to have you in the basement, man. That's crazy hearing that Frankie Edgar used to know about me, man. That's wild, <laughs> unbelievable. But it's awesome to be here, man. I'm really excited to be sitting down here with both of you guys. Awesome, brother. Awesome. So, um, for people that don't know, I mean, anybody that's in the BMX world or X Games world or whatever, and your name is synonymous with you know legendary status. But for people that don't know. What is it that you do, basically? I mean, you, you, you're, you're a BMX guy. You were born and raised in Jackson, New Jersey. Started out as a little kid riding, the, I'm assuming, the dirt ramps and stuff, and then uh, worked your way up to uh, competition-level stuff. I think you did pretty good on the cliff notes in that one. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I didn't even read anything about that. Pat Bartow, you know Pat? Pat, yeah, yeah. Pat told me that. Oh, you know? That's, so, that's yeah. impressive. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's the truth, though. I started out here in New Jersey. I mean... Um, just like any other kid, just had a had a BMX bike. You know, saw it on the X Games like in 1995 on TV, and just thought that was the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, I started riding BMX um, about you know, around seven years old. Uh, I grew up in this trailer park in Howell, and right outside the trailer park. I love that story. I heard that about you. I heard you had very humble beginnings. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, I love it's, that. It's wild, man. I love like, that. The whole thing, but um, you know, I grew up had the BMX bike. I met this kid that lived right outside the trailer park. His name was Paulie. He had like my dream life. He had the cool haircut. He had a, a he had a BMX bike that was you know from from the bike shop it looked amazing. He had dirt bikes. Had a track in his backyard, a pool with a slide. Like are you kidding me? Like, a house that didn't have wheels. Like it was <laughs> he was just a man. And I uh, I kind of just started hanging out with him. And they, you know they were a little bit older than me, like uh, but they they tolerated me hanging around, yeah. which was really cool. And they taught me so much stuff. And and he used to play football and he raced BMX. And of course I wanted to do both. My mom gave me the ultimatum if I was going to play football or race BMX. I think you guys you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, realized what I picked. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's you know, how it started for me. That story into sounds eerie, eerie familiar to uh, Travis Petrana's story. You know, he was the young guy that, um, what, what, what's the... What's the dirt bike movies that were were out back in the day that everybody watched? Shit, I can't think. Like Crusty Demons. Crusty Demons of Dirt. He used to watch that, and then uh, he was riding one day with like his dad. And there was a couple of those guys shooting a movie, and they were trying to like cross a big water gap, like a whatever it was, a little pond or something. And they dared this kid to do it. And at the time, I think he was like 13, but he just grew up emulating these older guys, and, and he became a superstar. Very, you know, familiar story to what you just said. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I was really lucky with my situation, yeah. um, especially when I started because uh, I started riding when I was about well, like I want to say I started riding around seven. I got my first BMX by Christmas of 1994, and. Uh, it was a mongoose menace I got from the shop by Squirrel. I was out in Howell. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I ended up uh, starting a race in April 1995. 
um, loved it, but I loved just riding the bike, just jumping. That's what I that's what I loved the most. You know, the competition part of racing, like it was fun at first, but man, it gets serious after a little while. Yeah. And like, I kind of started like dreading the racing, but I just loved riding my bike all week. You know, leading up to that, and uh, I started doing shows when I was like nine years old. Um, <laughs> it's funny because like I started, I did like my first halftime show when I was like nine years old. It wow. was um, for for it was at the Hornets, um, so that was kind of cool. Oh, you know, right. being, oh wow. being out cool. on you know the the basketball floor like that, crazy though. I was watching um, the uh, Last Dance just recently, episode five. About halfway through, they show the Georgia Dome, and um, and I remember I was there, man, for that. No, I sure. saw uh, they they showed for, the for over- that game. Yeah, they uh, showed the overview shit. of it, and like me being a kid, I was only eleven years old. And at the time, I wasn't like a big, big guy in sports. I mean, I knew exactly who all the who all the guys were. You know, I knew Dennis Rodman, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, um, and like my dad making such a big deal. He's like, "This is going to be Michael Jordan's last season." And I was like, "Cool," you know. I, yeah, I was just so excited <laughs> on my bike. Like, but uh, like they show the shot of showing the stadium, and you could see there's like um almost like a curtain that divides the stadium from from the you know the rest of the because it's a football arena, so yeah. it's huge and. Uh, I was, we were supposed to do the halftime show, but I think something fell through. I think it was just craziness there. So they're like, all right, just put the ramp right here and do tricks. <laughs> you can see the ramp is uh, in the actual oh, no frame there. So you can see it. But like, it's wild because like, I remember my dad making a big deal out of it. That would be like, super nostalgic watching that. Yeah, like, yeah, it was. It was because I do remember. Like, I remember like you know uh, Dennis Rodman just walking straight past me. Like, Because <laughs> I remember being a kid. My, my older brother, you know, he's uh, my brother's 40 right now, so he's about seven years older than me. And he used to he used to leave Sports Center on all the time, so like you know, I constantly hear about, you know, Michael Jordan and them. So like, it was just crazy to be there, and it's it's just even crazier to think that I was doing shows yeah, that long sick, ago, yeah, you know, like, like being, being around it. But. So who I mean to fly you out there? I'm assuming they fly you, other kids, your bike, everything out well, there. Where? We would drive actually. Oh, for you that drove? One. Yeah, there was, oh, a, wow. there was a local guy doing shows here in Tom's River. Actually, oh, wow. his name was Jeff Jones, and um, yeah, he was an old pro skateboarder. Um, and I started doing shows with him, you know, super young age. Like I remember, uh, you guys will remember this when the MTV was over in Seaside yeah, yeah, for the yeah, summer. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We I know did... a little something about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so like this, this is, I mean, what was it, late nineties around there? Yeah. And like that guy Dave Holmes was doing like uh, the Say What Karaoke yeah, at the time. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We they set up the box jump on the boardwalk, and like Dave Dave Holmes was like doing the show, and we're yeah. jumping in the background. Like it was cool. Was that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, kid, yeah. you know, doing stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. So. Um, Got lucky getting in like that, but at, at the time, I mean, I was just a little kid. I wasn't, right. I was just doing it for fun. It's yeah. not like I was competing or anything, right. you know, doing the freestyle competitions at that point. I didn't start competing until I was about 13 or so. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's pretty so, cool. Well, I, I, you just had a natural knack at it, or you just have balls, big, big steel, <laughs> balls I, of steel, I you think, know what I mean? Yeah, well, I, you know, it's a. Uh, you know, when I think about BMX, because I, I got really big, big into following MMA, and at first I, I wasn't a big fan of MMA. Like, uh, I, I kind of didn't like it because I didn't like them promoting fighting. Mm. And before, I didn't know anything about what the sport was, and I, my friend got me into it. And I'm gonna be honest, Frankie. You know, I um, my friend he he got in some trouble with uh, with some drugs, and he stopped riding his bike, and I didn't talk to him for a few years. Missed the heck out of him. And I finally got a chance to start seeing him again, and he didn't, you know, he didn't ride anymore. And what he was doing was watching UFC. And at the time, like, I didn't know anything about it, but I wanted to be friends with him. So I was like, all right, let's do this. So I sat down with him, let him 
you know, him showing me everything, and his favorite fighter was BJ Penn. Oh, wow. So, at the time, he, he told me everything about BJ Penn, and I'm like, all right, we're team he BJ probably, Penn. He probably yeah. hates Frankie. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, like, I, I'll, much I'll be honest with you, Frank. Man, when, I was, when, when, when I first got into this when I was a kid, like, it was a... It was a rough day <laughs> when, uh, <laughs> what you did to BJ Penn. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and like, but over time, I realized, you know, MMA fighters, they have a very, very similar, you know, outlook on their sport to BMX riders because, right. you know, it's just us out there. Right. It, it's, yeah. it's just us. And it's, it's more of a self goal, too, yeah. you know, that right. we're setting self goals of like, all right, we, I want to do this. I want to be the best I could be. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought that was, you know, so similar to Absolutely. sport of BMX, yeah. and I really got into following MMA after that. Yeah. So, cool. you know, it, I think for certain people, it, there's a lot of balls when it comes to doing this, but you have to be smart about it, man. Like, uh, you know, you could you could be a guy that's going to go out there and just be a crazy guy that's going to roll the dice, but it's going to catch up with you. Yeah, you yeah. got you got to have confidence in your skill set, you know, of what you're doing. Um, and I, you know, over the years, I guess I was good at you know. <laughs> Of trusting what I can do technically, sure. so but confidence, you had confidence in, yeah. in your skills. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, I read a. I mean, obviously, did a little research, did some cliff notes about you on top of what I already knew. But um, yeah, I mean, everybody talks about your riding style and how unique it is and how you use the whole ramp and everything like that. But in my reading, one of my one of my questions before I forget that I want to ask you, I was reading a little bit about your sponsors and did I read that right? Brazzers. Sponsors? What? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Roger, I, was like, I would love to see Roger you got the tour. He wants the tour. Hang on. I was like, studio. wait a minute. Scotty, they have the check Scotty, hasn't come. Scotty has a porn site that is what? sponsoring him. Where is this? Is this on Wikipedia or something? Scotty Kramer, born January 11th, 1987. Correct. Is that correct? <laughs> correct. Is an American BMX rider. I'll skip. We got yeah. you, though. That is you, correct? Yeah, so far, we're on okay. the right track. All right, all right. Nicknamed the Bulldozer, which I didn't know. That's a ridiculous story. I can is tell you sponsored by <laughs> Vans Shoes, Hyperbike Company, Fox Clothing, ProTech Helmets, Brazzers. <laughs> <laughs> it's right there, bro. It's got it's Wikipedia. I'm assuming, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. Anybody can go on there right. and change. I'm like Brazzers. This dude, this dude is killing oh it. Oh my goodness! Yeah. I, All right. Well, he Brazzers. We're available. If you want to get on the gym? <laughs> you could make it official, man. <laughs> That's pretty. Wild, I read though. that and I was like, I got to ask. <laughs> This dude, I've had, true. I, I tell you what, the, the weirdest sponsor I've ever no. had, Tylenol. No <laughs> way. Yeah. No I mean, way. that's big time now, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but as Fortune 500 company, you know? <laughs> I was like, I must have been like 18 or 19, and my agent called, and he's like, Tylenol wants to sponsor. That is awesome, <laughs> bro. Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> so w- walk us through that process, little man, growing yeah. up so humble. And I heard this story. This is why I instantly gravitated towards you, because everybody I know, we have, I was in the stunt bike, bike scene a little bit, Rode with guys like Pat Bartol, obviously, um, and and every time your name came up, man, people just talked about you with such respect and about where you came from, right? I mean, I, I didn't know Trail Park, but I had heard very humble beginnings and just just a just a really good dude that that made it. That came from the Silver Spoon story, if you will. But walk us through that a little bit. I mean, what was that like? That rise to stardom and coming into big sponsorships and money and because that can turn a lot for a lot of people that can go bad you know what I mean and you You're seem right. like you really have a good head on your shoulders and you did well with it you know? yeah you know like um it's it's wild I mean it's it's hard to figure out exactly where to start with this but let me just say this um, for what I did and how it all came together like there was no guidelines made right. for this there was nobody I could follow nobody to ask advice mm-hmm. it just happened really fast yeah. 
and which which is the downfall to many people you know rappers and, and, um athletes you know it happens you know, like, for me i'm lucky because I, i've never drank and i've never smoked i've never done any drug in my life and uh still to this day i've never done it and you know i feel like if somebody I've, i mean it's happened before i've seen bmx where where there's a guy that's a party animal and he he as soon as he gets into it it just falls apart for right. him so it's really lucky that you know i didn't have a vice like that you know going into this but like like you were saying from humble beginnings or um let me just explain this one like you know grew up in a trailer park um my dad like at one point this trailer there was uh my mom, my dad, and my older brother, myself, my younger sister, and my little brother living in this trailer. Two, wow. two bedroom. Like, wow. but I mean, like, it, it wasn't like a, a soft story. Like, we loved it. It was yeah, awesome, yeah, man. Yeah, like, yeah, like, the trailer yeah. park was awesome growing up, man. Yeah. Like, you have all your friends that live like right. three yeah. feet away from you. Isn't that why? <laughs> isn't that why perspective is so important on anything in life? Like, that is your perspective on it. And that is the best. And, yeah. and, and other people would look at it like, uh, you know, this is like, poor me, poor me. I'm living. That's perspective is everything about many situations. So it's uh, great that you and I think kids yeah. are are have a great perspective on all things. It's when you yeah. become an adult. You know, it, it's, it's as I got skewed. older though. Like I remember, like one time I, I stayed after school. I got detention. I was and I, I got put on the bus with the with the Point of Woods kids. And the Point of Woods neighborhood was like the nicer neighborhood up. And uh, like there was these like real pretty girls that were on the bus and stuff. And of course they stop at the trailer park first. <laughs> I was like <laughs> just mortified, you know, like I just ran off of that bus as fast as I could. Like, so like after a little while, like it kind of, you know, it started messing Catch with me a little, little bit, bit yeah. but like, I'll tell you one thing, like growing up in the trailer park, I realized that like, there's a lot of things that, that went past me at the time. And like, you know, as I got older, I'm like, Oh my God, yeah, she was a stripper. Yeah. And I was like, I'll get that now. Like, and they're like, Oh yeah, that kid's dad was definitely selling drugs. Like, there's, yeah, right, like, right. you know, things like that. I saw a lot of crazy things, but they were just like, at the time, it didn't realize <laughs> it, you know, it was just like normal. But like the, you know, I grew, grew up in the trailer park and we moved, um, in 2001. I, um, I went to Freeland high school up, up until like my first marking period. And then my family thought it was a great idea to move, you know? Like, so that was really, really a tough one being a freshman and then switch schools. That yeah, was terrible. Right in the middle. But we moved to Jackson and, um, at the time my parents owned the skate park though. Mm -hmm. So my dad, you know, like I said, he had, um, he had his own, um, air conditioning business at the time when he first started. And, and when I was a kid, I, I liked, I did racing, but I really wanted to do freestyle. I want to go to the skate park. There was a skate park that was in Tom's River that was over, um, you know, right on almost by Beachwood over there. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. It was, uh, it was called Alter Alternative Sports Skate Park. And my dad brought me there and it was just like, it was really grungy in there. You just didn't feel good about bringing your kids and dropping them off there. Like it was just, it was, it wasn't good. So my dad always had this dream of opening up a skate park. He looked for buildings constantly, but like he had no money. So I don't know how, at the time I didn't even think about this. It wasn't even in my mind how he was gonna pull this off. But the fact that he was, you know, trying to figure this out, he ended up finding um, a building in Lakewood. And this was 1999. My dad was doing a service call, asked the woman, he's like, what's that building over there? And she's like, Oh, that is a building that's burnt. It was burnt down on the inside. So my dad called up a guy, I guess he did work for that had a bunch of money, said, hey, listen, if you buy this building, I'm going to fix the inside of it. I'm going to take all that money that from fixing the inside. I'm going to buy ramps, build the skate park, and open it. And, uh, and somehow my dad made that dream come true. Uh, Crazy, awesome. man. Like, it was, I remember like being a kid. Now, was, was that the one that was open until recently? And, yeah, and, yeah. And everybody was so bummed because it shut down, right? <laughs> Everybody Dude, like mourned that building and it's, in it's the crazy. BMX world. Yeah, but I heard crazy. about it. How it, affected, yeah, it yeah. affected so many people yeah. over the years. So many people. Like um, 
And it there was a big so fight fast. to keep it open, if I remember, wasn't there? Yeah, it was, you know, like, because, like, you Petitions know, and... Like, the community, uh, you know, coming in, um, you know, that bought the bought the area, that bought the building, they turned it, like, the gymnastics into a food market, and then, like, um, they bought our building, and they tried to triple our rent, man. Like, oh, you know, man. like, our rent on that building was, like, $7 a square foot, I believe, and it was, it turned out to be, like, a... Fourteen thousand dollars a month, you know, which wow. is a big number. Yeah, Imagine tripling that, yeah. and you're charging kids fifteen dollars a head to get yeah, in. Right, that's right, a lot. Right, of, yeah. It's a lot of people to come in. That's a lot. Right, yeah. So yeah, the, but just but the great thing about it was that was like the longest running open indoor skate park like in the country. Wow, wow. I don't know how wow, my parents pulled it off, man. Yeah. Like it's it's crazy thinking back to it. Wow. But like, you know, we moved to Jackson um, when I was about fourteen years old, and. Um, uh, the skate park opened in 2000, so I was 13. I went pro at 16, dude. Damn. <laughs> a lot happened in those three years. Wow. And when I went pro, like, it, it happened fast. We went to, there was this um, big competition called the Metro Jam, and it was huge. Like, all the big pros went there up in Toronto, Canada. I was going to enter amateur, and then, like, literally leading up to it, all my friends and my family were like, you're entering pro. I dude, I was never more terrified in my life. Like I didn't want to do it. I yeah. didn't want to do. It. I didn't think I was good enough. I remember seeing these guys in the magazines. I got, they're my heroes. Yeah, I can't run against them. I'm not yeah. good enough. Like I, that's what I felt. I get there. I barely practiced because I was so scared. I didn't want to get in anybody's way. Maybe, maybe got a couple runs here and there, dude. I ended up like having diarrhea. I was so nervous, like <laughs> leading up to it. Like didn't eat anything, but qualifying went, dude. 80 riders. Qualified first. Damn, wow. dude. After yeah. that, everything changed, man. Like, yeah, I, that had to be a huge confidence builder. I think. Well, in a way, yeah. but like at the same time, like the type of person I am, like I, I never let stuff get to my head and let it build me up. Like I'm always gonna look at myself as the underdog in a way. I just, I just can't. I, I just never. I don't know. Let it, it keeps get you to hungry. Keeps you hungry. I'm so glad I had that. Right. Way. But like, you know, after that competition, let's say. Um, I get a phone call from Van Shoes. We want to sponsor you, and we want to pay you. Like, what? Yeah. I, get a I get a call from Fell Bikes at the time. We want to sponsor you. We want to pay you. I'm like, what? Like, uh, this is crazy. So I went from being I mean, a are kid. they literally calling you, or are they calling your parents? Well, uh, I, I guess at I mean, the you're time. you're about 13, right? Uh, I was 16 when, 16. I, when, I, went yeah. for, when, I, okay. when I did my first professional contest. And, like, I guess. Uh, you're at 16, you're like, yeah, 50 bucks. I'm in. Like, <laughs> you know how they would have my, my phone number and thinking about it. But, like, but it was more than 50 bucks. It was like, dude, they yeah. offered me. Like, I guess like my first uh, felt bikes at the time like offered me fifteen hundred dollars a month. Oh, wow, that's great. All I gotta do is ride yeah. their bike, and they're gonna send me to more competitions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay, man, <laughs> sure. Like, yeah. and and you know, like it was pretty wild at the time. And I got in at like the best time for the explosion of the sport. I mean, like X Games was already a big thing, but there was other competitions that were like on the verge at that time. Like, uh, there was a competition called the Dew Tour. It was a five stop tour um, that was for BMX. It. Uh, it was like 20,000, 25,000 for first place, um, if, you know, times five. And then at the end, if you got the title, it's like 70,000 for first. Like, you know, it was, it was, but then when you have opportunities like that, like big competitions, then there's more sponsors that come involved, you know? So it's, it was, I got in at like a really awesome time, but back to what I was trying to say earlier is like, I was just a kid. Yeah. So here I am like go, being a kid, riding my bike every day, you know, just pushing myself, having fun. And then all of a sudden it, boom, you're you're a kid, you know, kind of like on the verge of an adult, and this is your career now. Yeah. And like nobody makes a rule book for that. Right. Like I didn't know what I was doing. And how many all. people get to do that? Not many. I'm Not sitting many next at all. to. I got a nine to five job, but I'm sitting 
next to two guys that get to do what they absolutely love yeah, to do. Nine you know? to sixteen, bro. It was high school <laughs> doing shit, you know, wrestling practice. That's about it. No, no, you were you were at sixteen. You you had the mentality of you wanted to be. You know, an I just elite, wanted, even if it was wrestling, you wanted to yeah, be the, you yeah, know what I mean? so I wanted so, to be elite at right, that, but right. I mean, it's different. It's a different ball game when you're like in the spotlight yeah. at such a young age, I, I would imagine, you know? You, it, it happened fast. Really. I mean, your parents yeah. obviously supported you. Your dad's opened the skate park oh, yeah. for you, you know? Dude, so. I'll tell you guys a funny story. You guys are going to kick out of this. So I was doing good up until, up until fifth grade, man, and then I, I just, I had like this ADD. I, just, I was literally just drawing bikes and... You know, I just couldn't focus, man. I'm terrible at this stuff when it comes to school. And by the time I got to middle school, man, I was bad. Like, I just was failing. It was, I was barely scraping by. Maybe I'll touch a D. Like, it was, it was barely. So all my teachers had this, this idea, right, we're going to switch this around. We're going to bring your parents in. We're going to sit you down. And we're going to go over, you know, we got to get you back on track. So, of course, my mom was busy. They sent my dad in. So I'm sitting in this room with all of my teachers in seventh grade and my dad. So they're like, Mr. Kramer, your son is flunking out of school. He's not paying attention. He's not doing his work proper. We know he's smart. We know he could do better. And my dad's just sitting there like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, just taking it all in, just getting the lecture. And I can't believe what happened next. My dad goes, all right, well, you said he's about to get a D, right? And they're like, yep. They're like, all right. So, um, yeah, he's going to get a D, and he's barely going to pass, but because none of this is going to matter because he's going to be a professional BMX rider one day, and he's, none of this is really going to matter. That's great. Hey, yeah, man. <laughs> he's seen it. Listen, yeah. Dan, like, at the time, my, dude, my stomach just dropped. I've never been like, I'm like 13 years old, I'm like embarrassed in a way. Like, I'm like, that, that was not what they wanted to hear <laughs> yeah. at all. It was the last thing And also a lot, uh, some pressure crazy. on you. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Obviously. Well, it's just crazy to me that my dad, he saw something in me yeah, right then, like, yeah. you know, like, and like, I wasn't looking at myself like I could be something, but like, apparently, you know, he saw that, That's and it's, it's wild. Yeah. <laughs> you need that, crazy. you need that, you need to have someone yeah, that It's that great to have like that. your parents' yeah. support, yeah. and like, yeah. like, just think about that. Over the years, my parents opened up a skate park. When I was racing, my dad was a track director, you know, it, while he was working, you know, his air conditioning job, so yeah. I had the constant support, been really lucky. That and, helps, you know, yeah. Oh, it's, you know, times, times a thousand. Right? Man. It's it really is, yeah. man. It really is. <laughs> now, like, uh, who represented? Did you have, like, an agent? Yeah. So I ended up getting, you know, like, a, the, the biggest agent in the sport at the time. The one that was doing Ryan Nyquist, Dave Mir, all the big guys. So I got right in with them, and that's how, that's how I started. I get my deals after that. Um, you know, I could do I had I had crazy stuff that came in, like Axe Body Spray. Dude, I did, like, a commercial called the Double Pits to Chesty. Like, dude, <laughs> so, like, uh, for everybody that doesn't know, like, X Games, like, pretty much, Axe would sponsor one athlete. They did, like, Ryan Sheckler. I think they did, like, a moto guy. And, of course, I win X Games in 2009, and then they call for me. I'm like, you kidding me? Like, okay. Uh, so, um, they come to my skate park, and we film this, uh, this like epic commercial man there was these cameras i've never seen before got my shirt off working on my tan all summer <laughs> but like i did this trick and like a green screen when i go up take my hands off do an no-hander grab a, a a spray and spray my body and throw it <laughs> so like that rain during x games man like that was cool Dude, yeah, it was yeah, funny as heck the, the woman that was directing the commercial like because she was pretty big time she told she she did like gossip girl and after the commercial she's like listen when you're done with this whole BMX thing, I think you should start acting. I was oh, like, damn. Really? Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that, that boosted awesome. my confidence. <laughs> I did have it. I did. Could have been all Twilight, man. I'll tell you what. I just, <laughs> it's funny you say that, dude. Uh -oh. All right, because uh, it kind of intertwines with my next story. 
um, the guy that I, I don't you remember. Look a vampire. I don't remember <laughs> his name, but there was a there was a guy. Uh, he played like the the jock vampire in the first. Yeah, Twilight. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, My girl just made me watch all five Walter, of those. It was torture, Walter, right? Right? Logan Taylor Lautner. No, not no, that no, guy. Not that guy. He was the wolf. He okay. was a vampire guy. Yeah. He was square jawed brother. Blonde hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he. So there was a movie in 2005. I got called to um, to audition for a movie. It's called Stick It. Um, it was a Disney movie. They they wanted me to go in and audition for this part. It's so, weird because Frankie auditioned for the exact same movie, but <laughs> it wasn't for Disney. <laughs> it was our president. You should have known. <laughs> so I went in there for this audition in New York, and I, I get there and I roll in with a car magazine. I'm just reading this car magazine. There's kids that are in there that are practicing their lines out loud. I'm like, oh, what the hell am I doing here? So I just go in there, I just read the lines, clearly a terrible job. But I still did the song work for it. So I remember being on set, and like that dude was there, the yeah. Twilight guy. He ended up getting my part, maybe, I think, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it worked out for him. Yeah. But like I did do the stunt work. So if you watch the beginning of, uh, no of Stick It, like I did like a like a backflip double tail whip. And I did like a, I think it was like something down like a set of like a like a ladder. And then another guy, that, uh, this guy Mike Escamilla, um, and uh, and uh, he he did like a thing through the glass. It was like official. Like it was pretty crazy. Like the glass, like that's not up my alley. That was like he was like a proper stunt man. So, um, but it was a it was a cool experience. I wish wish I would have tried a little harder, man. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. Who knows what could have happened, man? What is, what is the epic? I'm obviously older than you, but when I was a kid, uh, I think it was called Rad. Was that the BMX oh, movie? Yeah, yeah. Thing is like watched, iconic. I just yeah. watched yeah. it. It's on Amazon Prime, I and like it was like such great quality. Yeah. It's it's exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah it's, it, dude, it was a. Uh, it's pretty wild because like all the guys in, in that movie, like uh, you know, a lot of the guys are, are all BMX pros that oh, are wow. doing all the. You know, clearly all the ones that are doing the riding. But that guy that did that acted for Crew Jones, the main one. Uh, his name was Bill Allen, and like you know, he still like will come to like BMX events, and people look at him like he's Crew Jones, man. It's pretty <laughs> wild. That was probably like one of the biggest things that he did it's acting wise, but, but it's like cult, you know. Yeah, status, cult, yeah, you definitely know? cult classic. Yeah, yeah. Sure. but it was, that's a cool movie. Though. Yeah, 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 it really was. To see BMX in that kind of, you I think know, that light. inspired a lot of kids back in the day. Definitely. I mean, when did that come out? You're, you're like what thirty? Yeah, the year before I was born. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, <laughs> in 1986. But the thing about this, like BMX, at that point. Was 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 really big, big enough that it would be a movie. Right. right. Yeah. But yeah. after that, man, it, it like it's gone through spurts. It, mm -hmm. it died down drastically after that. Yeah. You know, early '90s, it was silent. Yeah. You had like all the best guys, like Matt Hoffman and Dave Muir, just doing shows for money. They, now, there was no competitions or anything. Are you behind their era? Did you ride with those guys? Because they're a little they're a little older. Than so you, right? I competed against Dave Muir. Matt Hoffman, he did vert, so I never competed against yeah. him. Um, but like you. Like for instance, here here's an example. Like one of Matt Halpin's last X Games, I believe it was two thousand two, he did one of the craziest tricks ever on her, no handed nine hundred and he did it beautifully. Dude, I was in the it was in Philadelphia, so I was in the stands watching it. I was I was there. Did was you go here at ninety nine? No, that was so right. if, if you were in Philadelphia, did you go to one in Philly? Philly yeah. That was two thousand one, two thousand two okay, in Philly. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, then was in college, yeah. dude, the very next year. I'm riding X Games 2003. Like, wow. I did not see wow. that coming at all, wow. man. It, it was nuts. So you go from spectator that. to now now Our actually being, yes. that's crazy, man. That was wow. not, I did terrible my first year, though. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, like I was all in it. Like, in yeah, a way, yeah. in a way, but like, I mean, I still ride, like, I, you know, like, I had a, a good solid year of, of 
competition. Yeah. But like it was X Games. You get there, there's security, there's lanyards, you know, you got to flash your thing, and there's cameras everywhere. Fans it's not that like I was like you know nervous, so to say. I was just excited. Yeah. So yeah. the one of the first uh, days of the competition of practice. I went and I did the spoof new on the wall. So imagine there's a six foot quarter pipe, there's a 10 foot wall up there. I tried to jump, land on my back wheel on the very top of that wall. So 16 feet up, then jump back in. My brakes slipped, so I went to sprocket stall, but I'm falling back. I jumped off the bike, I did a barrel roll, landed into it, and I'm like, shoo, we're good. And all of a sudden- just spoke complete German. Right there, <laughs> yeah. with, with I kind of followed, I followed, I followed like that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let me give you cliff notes. I went from 16 feet up, I hit the ground, all right? Uh, but I was okay. Yeah. But I saw like an eclipse of like the sun, boom, my bike hits me in the face, breaks my nose. Oh, damn. Yeah. So I, I woke up the next day, my eyes were swollen shut, oh, and shit. I couldn't see anything. I got 19th place out of 20, my first year. Wow. <laughs> it was bad. It was a rough show. only go up from there. You yeah. only go up from there. Who's but, the Who's the dude? Who's the BM? Oh no, I think it's skateboard. I'm sorry, mm -hmm. but you probably know X Games guy. Yeah, I, I think it was a big air competition. You're talking about Jake Brown, bro. I think. He landed in the middle of the thing, and both of his shoes blew off when he landed. But it, it was uh, one of the scariest things I've ever seen in my life, dude. Uh, well, I wasn't. Listen, I was competing that year. Um, mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure it was 2006, and I won that year. I was pretty psyched, oh, and wow. I was watching. Um, back in the hotel room uh, at that one because I, I believe it was at two different spots. They had a. Uh, there was one at the Home Depot Center where my competition was, and then one at the Staples Center where they had that ramp at. So um, since I, it was like kind of far apart, I just went back to the hotel. It was close, and I'm, I was just watching on TV. I couldn't believe what I saw, man. Yeah, it was right. the worst, worst case worst. scenario, you know, like because he's because he's like you know he's I don't know what he, what he was trying to do, but he's like running he in air. No, yeah, I guess they he's call trying that like rolling the windows down. Yeah, you know? okay, like yeah. you're, you're you're just trying to do whatever you yeah, can, you can in the air. What would you say? That this, do, right? I mean, it looked like 30, 40 feet. Yeah, made, but what I mean, was it? he he went higher, you know, pretty much higher than anybody right. you know, usually. So he would bring so much speed. The thing that happened was like. The pump is so crucial on extreme sports when it comes to ramp. And when we say pump, it's how you absorb the transition and use that, you know, power to generate up. So he went in there, lost his pump, and his balance went. So he wasn't prepared for it, and he, he just didn't have the legs in him to pump, so it just sprung him off of the wall. So, uh, if you, yeah, if you factor, it's about 40 feet, man, and dude. he walked away from that. That's insane, I couldn't man. Believe it, man. It's a crazy I could not believe it. Me neither. Like, still, you know, when that when that clip comes on, I just I, I just Cringe. couldn't can't believe what I'm watching. It reminds me of the Olympic one, the agony of defeat with the skier comes off the end of the high jump. He's just like, it reminds me almost of that. Remember the before the Olympics, it's the old footage of yeah, it, but it, it always said yeah. the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. Yeah. And it's got this guy coming off the ski clip. ramp and just literally like looping out. And, and yeah, it was it was a yard sale. But <laughs> That's exactly what they call it. Things everywhere. But <laughs> yeah, and, and that's the thing about extreme sports. It's a... Uh, you know, I mean, listen, I am, I am walking proof. I'm glad to say that I am walking proof, you know, like yeah. of, of anything can happen. And yes. just think about that. You know, he went 40 feet, right. had the craziest crash of his life, walked away from right. it. Right. Dude, you know, if, if you want to get into that side of the story, I'm I, I do. I, 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 I do. This is how I met Scotty for the, for the first and only time, really, is um, Scott, I, I'll let him tell the story, but um, Scotty had a horrendous. You were filming, I think, a Monster Energy commercial, correct, in well, Vegas? You're on the right track. I was there for a Monster event. Okay. Um, but I was filming a YouTube video because at the time my YouTube channel was like taking oh, off. Oh, it's so, still like, off the. Bro, you got like a million and a half subscribers or something. Yeah. It's crazy. But like at the time, like my 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 channel was flying, dude. Yeah. And I was wor I was working like crazy. I was doing seven videos a week. I was uh -huh. editing all the videos, writing in all the videos, uh -huh. but like. 
I mean, the reason why I was pushing so hard is because, like, I was in, like we were saying earlier, I was 16 when I became a pro. And if you're doing an extreme sport for that long, man, like, it is so hard to, to be at the top. Yeah. Like, a mat, yeah, like we, we, we talk about this with Frankie it, a lot. If anybody's going to be yeah. able to relate, right. you know, right. it, it's, just, it's Frankie, man. Like, right. it, it's, yeah. it's hard to keep pushing yourself at that level. Right. You know, and you're just, you're constantly um, just kind of going against yourself, too. It's like, you, you got to be the best that you can be, man. And when it comes to BMX, it's like, it's not like a walk in the park when you go out there, dude. You're, you're, you, every day you're going out there to push yourself and outdo yourself from the day before. And, and it, it's wild to think how long I did that for, man. And right. mentally, it was hard. So I got to the point, you know, like where, all right, I did it all, man. I, like you, you said in the beginning, I got nine X Games medals. Yeah. That's crazy. That is insane. Oh, and I was able to do that, you know, over that span. And, like, there was ups and downs for me, times where I've gotten hurt and stuff. But, like... Man, I was, I invented tricks for a while. I was at the top of the sport. And then, like, there was times, you know, over the years where, like, it was, it was hard to stay relevant in a way because the sport's always evolving. You know, there's always new kids coming in with new styles. And then they're like, man, that's, that's the guy now. I want to be like him. And then here I am with my, my older tricks, so to say, my older style, being an old guy compared to these, you know, young guns that are coming in. And, like, that was hard. So I, I remember being at one point, like, uh, before I started my YouTube channel, Mike, I thought like, all right, my career's over. I was like, if 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 there's no more Dutour competition, they stop that, and I only have X Games. If I don't do good at X Games, why are my sponsors going to sponsor me? I'm like, well, I have no value right now. Like, I like all these other guys have high Instagram followers. Now here I am, just like scraping by. If I can get on TV and, and you know be an X Games gold medalist, yeah, all right, I'll be able to keep it. But like, I had a tough scare when like in 2013, man, I. I was going into X Games um, the the year, and uh, I ended up like hurting my leg right before it. And I'm like, dude, I'm screwed. Now th- this is gonna be it. I'm not gonna have any sponsors next year. And then I don't have any other skill set. Like, dude, that freaks me out. I, I I mean, I grew up, I guess, technically with bad anxiety. And this goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Like, uh, nobody makes a rule, uh, handbook for this. I didn't know what I was doing. Like, I was just kind of just flying by this whole career. Everything felt like it was uh, almost on cruise control in a way. But like. I got to the point where I'm like, now what? And that was always, I hate when people would ask me that question. They were like, man, what are you going to do after BMX? I was like, dude, I don't know. Like, I, I, every time people would ask me, I just was so mad at them, like, yeah. in a way. Like, I was like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't have an answer. <laughs> cross that <laughs> You know, like, and I, I always dreaded that day. So when my YouTube channel came around, dude, I, that was like a roll of the dice. Like, dude, maybe if I can get 50,000 subscribers around there, I can get some value and my sponsors will keep me. That was what I did. And when my YouTube channel finally took off, dude, well, took I was... Took off. That's took the off. thing. It took off so It's, it's, so it's the hard. most insane YouTube channel ever it, it, with, the, with the loyalty and the followers yeah, and the subscribers. I mean, you... you I'm you, so glad to be able to yeah. say that I have that now, but man, working for that, it, 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 was, yeah. it, was, it sucked, man. Putting all this effort in and like the views were down, but then one day you just clicked, man. And like, and that was right before was my Was there crash. like a viral moment? You did something? It was... I, I'll tell you the moment that yeah. I knew that like I knew something was up. <laughs> I know we keep on getting away from the crash thing, but yeah. it, it, we'll get there. Yeah. Um, I was in Huntington Beach, California at a competition, and the channel was doing all right. We were, like, about at 100,000 subscribers. And uh, Big Boy was there for the first time. I was so freaking excited to ride. And, like, he's just, you never know what's going to happen with him. <laughs> we're out and about riding. I brought my GoPro. I'm filming. We're going down Pacific Coast Highway um, right there in um, Huntington Beach. And, like, there's people everywhere. Big Boy psyched. Um, Trey was there riding. And we're going across PCH. And Trey goes to jump over the median. Um, and 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 Big Boy went or Trey went like around the median and Big Boy went to go do a trick over it, 
and they collided. And Big Boy flips the handlebars and just eats it in the middle. But as he's falling, there's a kid who goes, "Yo, what up, Big Boy?" And I look over, he's just random surfer kid. Like and like, and then he, he crashes directly, like literally in the video. You hear like, "What up, Big Boy?" And the Big Boy's eating it. So like, I'm dying laughing. I can't believe it. I'm like, dude, that kid just recognized Big Boy. Like as he's, you know, flat out on on the middle of the road. And then like, I was, I couldn't believe it. So about three days later. We're we're in this uh, parking lot and it's like a it's like a nice little area in in Huntington Beach and we're eating pizza and a Maserati pulls in super loud and everybody turns and looks at the Maserati everybody all the people around and there was like four kids that were in the Maserati and we're we're all sitting there and the the guy in the Maserati like looks over at us he's like what up big boy I'm like dude <laughs> yeah. no way I'm like all right I'm like something's up and then after that man like it just started gaining so much traction That's awesome. and like we were dude we were gaining like 100,000 subscribers a week it was wow. nuts wow. and like and and we and it started flying at that point between like 100 and 600,000 that's when my crash happened Damn. so like I said I was into it. I was fully committed because I thought my career was over Dude, I had a second chance at life, and I wasn't taking it for granted, so I was working Push hard for yeah. it. Yeah. So we get to Vegas for this monster event. I'm like, dude, let's go film a video. We need to get one for tomorrow. I'm, I'm going to ride some street with my friends. It was me, Big Boy, and my friend Ronnie Search. So we were, we were at the Palms. We left. We're just riding around random spots. Everything's going good. We get to the last spot. It's like a, it's like a, um, a platform of like a building, like almost like the foundation, but they never built the building. And uh, it was on the edge of a concrete ditch. And the concrete ditch had like a four-foot bank, almost looked like a skate park ramp. I'm like, all right, we're going to get our last spot here. We'll go back, I'll edit the video, get this one out. So I'm doing the last trick. I, um, I went up and I did a, a ride across this ledge. I did a tail whip into the bank, rode away from it, but I kind of like slid out. And inside the ditch, there was like kind of some gravel. There was some weeds. And I just walked off the bike. I'm like, damn it, got to go do it again. So I get up top. I go to do the trick again. I land the tail. I remember landing the tail, but after that, boom, complete blank. So what ended up happening was there was a bunch of weeds that were, you know, about 12 feet after the landing. And they just looked like weeds that were just randomly growing out of a crack. On the other side of this thing was a hole that was in the ground, about three feet wide, three feet deep. And it completely, from my vantage point, I had no idea it was there. So what ended up happening was it just snuck up on me. I never saw it coming. I landed the trick, rode away from it, front wheel went in the hole went head first into the ground. So at this point, we were at the spot. Uh, Ronnie's got his phone. He's from England. He had like a, his English phone there. It was like kind of complicated. Like an idiot and like idiots. Me and Big Boy were like, yeah, we don't need your phones. We're just going to leave it. So here we are in this ditch. I'm uh, kind of unconscious. There's blood like pouring out of my nose, Big Boy was saying. I don't have any recollection. Of this. So I'm kind of telling you through Big Boy's eyes right now. Um, and then I'm, I told Big Boy I couldn't feel anything. And Big Boy just you know, did his best, and they called the ambulance, but they couldn't get a hold, so they ran to this boxing gym that was right next door, told them the situation, they called the ambulance, ambulance came pick me up, and uh, dude, it was crazy. So I ended up ended up being at the hospital. I remember my parents told me this. Uh, they said that uh, they called him up, and they're like, you should get here immediately, because we don't know if he's going to make it through the night. Like, it was oh, crazy. Like, wow. It was wild. Yeah, I couldn't even imagine getting that call, no. dude. Like, like my Your parents were in Jersey. In Jersey. Wow. And my wife and, and my, my family. So they, uh, they immediately flew to Las Vegas. Um, they went to the hospital. And then I barely remember anything, you know, around. Uh, there's not much I remember from Vegas. I was there from... Uh, I guess it was October 12th was the day of my crash. I, I got, I left Vegas on Halloween. Damn. So I was there for a while. Dude, I barely remember bits and pieces because not only did I break my neck, 
I also uh, got a couple. Um, I had three, I guess, brain bleeds. Um, so yeah. yeah. So um, it was it was kind of complicated while we were there. So they waited like three days to do my spine surgery. Uh, they had to wait for this like you know special doctor to come in, and he. Uh, I ended up uh, doing my C three and C four spinal cord. Uh, this one, my spinal cord was damaged at least. They did an umbrella surgery where they take the spinal cord apart. Uh, spinal the yeah, they take the spinal cord apart. The vertebrae, they um, they uh, hollow it out. So if the spinal cord expands, it doesn't damage the spinal cord more. And then they also fused my six and seven. So you know they didn't know if I was going to ever walk again. Um, and I remember the first thing I remember was laying in the hospital bed with both my hands, you know, down by my waist. And I see my dad. He's talking annoyingly loud. He's like, he's like, hey, Scotty. Hey, you there? Can you feel this? Can you feel this? And he's holding my, my right hand and he's squeezing it. Squeeze my hand, squeeze my hand. It was like annoying. I'm like, oh, shut up in a way, you know? But yeah. like, I'm, I'm looking at him and I'm like, that's not my hand. I remember this. I do remember this. I'm like, that's not my hand. I told him that. And he's like, what do you mean? And I, I remember saying, my hands are underneath the blanket. And he's like, he's like, what do you mean? He's like trying to just get more out of me. He's like, and I remember telling him this. I remember how it felt too. I felt like my hands were crossed like Dracula over over my chest. And I was making the tightest fist I've ever made you know, to the point where it hurts. And I told him that my hands were under there. Those weren't my hands. And I remember telling him this. And I just remember the look of like, just yeah. like, you know, defeat on my dad's face of like, damn, you know, in a way. And then like, I remember blanking out. Don't remember much after that. Uh, I remember like waking up barely and, um, and, and like seeing them talk about college football on the on on the TV, and then I also remember them coming in and like giving me I don't know exactly what it's called uh, called but like it's like this machine that like pushes like uh, like um, almost like a humidifier thing that goes into you you know what I mean like it's like humid air or something like that. I don't know what it does it helps, it's like, help you breathe I believe so yeah, yeah. And they're like blow blow saying stuff like that but I was convinced because of course I'm not right but like. I was convinced that they were pumping poison in me, so like I refused to do it in a way. Like, um, so I barely remember bits and pieces. Um, and then once I got out, oh, before I skip anything, I ended up uh, at the at the one point I I didn't have um, you know my, the surgery done on my, my my head. So up until like the 21st or whatever, I was just healing from my spinal cord surgery. And then uh, I guess just out of nowhere, my wife was there, and my my vitals just dropped hardcore. And they my wife calls them in. They're like, oh. He's on he's on too much medication, so they gave me like I guess it's like Narcan or something like that, that where like you know Delayed wakes me up, yeah. so everything went back normal. And then ten minutes later, do 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 drops again. So they rushed me in, did a CAT scan, and realized I had the brain bleeds at that point. So then they removed my forehead. Yeah, crazy. Wow. So um, and like I had no recollection of any of this. And the next thing I remember was being on the med jet, um, being brought to to New Jersey Kessler, the place that like Christopher Reeves went to where, yeah, where he yeah. did that. So. Um, and then, like, I remember being not, Kessler. Not to cut yeah. you up, but he's, he's not kidding, guys. If you don't subscribe or follow his YouTube channel, it, there's there's video of you talking about the accident, and they can actually see you. I yeah. think you take your beanie yeah. off, right? Yeah. I mean, you guys can, I, I don't know if you have a strong stomach or not, but you could actually see what he's talking about. Literally, they removed a portion of your skull. Yeah, you know and I mean? dude, that was the craziest thing. Yeah. Because I, I remember mm -hmm. my cousin being there. It has, had to have been, a, like, early November. And I had a helmet on all the time. And I'm laying in a bed. I can't move anything from the neck down. So it's not like I can go look into a mirror. There's no mirrors that they have around there for you to look through. Right. So, like, my cousin's, my cousin's uh, you know, I'm really close with it. And he's sitting next to me. He's like, hey, 
you want to see the part of your brain that, or the, your skull that they removed? And I was just convinced in my head it was like the size of a quarter. Like, oh, it's just for, remove, it's for pressure. That's what they said. Yeah. So my cousin's like, you want to see it? I'm like, no, I don't care. And he's like, you sure? I'm like, yeah, I don't care. And then he takes a picture. He's like, you want to see it? And he just points, points it to me. And I'm, my, my heart just went, boom. Right. Oh, dude, man. like my whole forehead was gone. Oh, no. God, dude! Like literally, you see my my skin up against my brain, brain. dude. Wow. I couldn't believe it. That's Nobody told me that. Nobody told me that. Like I had no idea. So like, dude, that that tripped me out big time. But to move forward with the story, I'll get to another crazy part about it. But like, as time went on, little things started happening. I started. Uh, the first thing I was able to move was like my ankle, I believe, or my my left toe. And then after that, I was able to move my left leg a little bit. And then my left arm started moving a little bit. And then, like, dude, I had the itchiest face ever. All I wanted to do was scratch my nose. I would beg people constantly to scratch my nose. It's like, man, if I can finally scratch my nose, life is going to be great. And finally, I got my arm up and I'm scratching yeah. my nose. I'm like, dude, this is it. We're good, man. We're good. So, but I'll tell you one thing before I skip. Um, you think you guys will find this interesting? It's like, when I was laying in the hospital bed and I realized I was paralyzed for the first time, it's like my this, worst. This is Vegas or Canada? This is in Vegas. So, Vegas, yeah. Um, because I, I think this is important. Like, I remember being there and just realizing my worst dream, you know, my, my worst nightmare came true. Yeah. And like, this is always my biggest fear. Because uh, there's a guy named Stephen Murray that broke his neck riding BMX. He's a pro. And after he broke his neck, dude, I changed my riding style. I stopped doing big tricks. I started doing technical tricks because I, I was just so nervous about that. And waking up and realizing that I was paralyzed, like, and it was that it was that time when I was, you know, about my dad. Like, but I. Even though I knew it was my worst nightmare, I for something inside of me, dude, I don't know, I can't explain it, but I knew everything was gonna be okay. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't know if it was like just something that was just, if that you experienced like an endorphin that's just like, dude, things are gonna work out. I don't know if it was like my body knew, like, dude, we got this in a way. I don't know, but like, well, I, your your I, mind's I, been I, telling you you got this since you're a fucking kid. I was gonna say, I, I really it, believe. That it's just how you're programmed, bro. I just you do. Think so, huh? I do. I don't think everybody's programmed like you. Yeah. yeah. I don't. You've been telling yourself you got this yeah. for, for a long time. Yeah. yeah. So, I, and like, that was, that was like a reassuring thing. I was like, dude, things are going to be okay. Yeah. You know, whatever. I felt relieved, dude. A little bit felt relieved. I'm like, dude, I'm going to make a video tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> how crazy is that? That's kind of crazy. Wow. Dude, while I was out, while I was out, there's video of me at unconscious in a bed doing my, doing my YouTube outro. All right, guys, until next time, remember to subscribe. Peace. Doing that, dude. Wow. I remember being in, like, a constant YouTube video of being in an empty parking lot trying to finish a video. That sucks, dude. That was, dude, right. like a nightmare, a repetitive nightmare. Yeah. But, like, because I was working so Brown hard. Day. It, it really was, yeah. man. Like, I do remember being in that constant. But <clears throat> but back to Kessler, um, I started being able to move things, um, scratching my nose. That was great. And then, like, I wanted to move my right side so bad. I couldn't do it, dude. It was like it was like trying to change a channel on a TV with a remote that's not that has no batteries. Like it's just not gonna happen. Right. Dude. You can wish all you want. I try it. There's just nothing there. And I remember one day just sitting in my hospital bed. I'm watching TV. My nurse was there with me. Like I had a hired nurse that would hang out with me to just make sure everything was okay. So she's sitting down, kind of doing her own thing. I'm looking at my right arm. I'm like, today's the day. You're moving. And I stared at my arm, and I moved, I pressed as hard as I could, dude, I'm pulling up, and then my arm is raising, it's raising up, no. and it's going up next to me, I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, and it drops down, and I look at my nurse, I'm like, did you see that? She's like, yes, and I'm like, dude, this is going to sound ridiculous, but, dude, I believed in it, I'm like, I might have just moved that, like, using the force, yeah. like, <laughs> I, 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 I swear to you, so I'm like, alright, 60 seconds, I'm going to wait a minute, 
and tried it again and I tried it again and it came up, dude. I'm like, you no, got it. I'm like, shit. couldn't believe it. But throughout all this, dude, none of the doctors, none this of is the all, therapists. This is all in your spine, nerves just starting yes, to reconnect, yes, right? I mean, that's things really, are going to constantly right. reconnect, you know, that's what they say, right. uh, you know, forever, technically. Right, yeah. So, um, just how say, far say is it going to go? grow like one millimeter a month or something. I've got some nerve damage and it's something like ridiculously yeah. like minute, you know what I mean? Because so. uh, that's the thing, they don't know. Yeah. The, 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 the spinal cord injury, dude, is just all a guessing right, game, man. Right. It's... It, they describe the spinal cord like like magic, dude. Like they don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. It's just like a it's just like a a, a miracle cord. Oh, so yeah. like, as things start getting better though, nobody would tell me that like, hey, dude, you're gonna walk again. Nobody ever said that. Like, you know, they don't like, want no to get your hopes up. Exactly, yeah. and I get that, and I appreciate the fact that they're not doing that. But went back to the 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 forehead thing. So I finally go and meet with a neurologist, figuring out this forehead issue, right? They remove my they remove my forehead. They're storing it in like a like an ice thing. Where like I'm figuring like Walt Disney, I guess. Yeah. Like that's what I'm thinking <laughs> in my head. So I meet with the neurologist, and he's going over my paperwork. And this is this guy is like he's like the typical what you'd expect like neurologist. The dude like he looked cool, but he was like you know real like firm and kind of like you know didn't really give you too much emotion. But he's looking through my paperwork, and he's like, hmm, wow, hmm. And then he looks at me, and he's like. Comes over, grabs my arm. He's like, push my arm. I was like, and then he's like, push my arm on this one. Pushes my feet, and he's like, dude, you're gonna walk again. He told me that like, you're gonna walk again. I'm like, yes. Yeah. What, was, like, what was that moment? That, like? that was like, I've been waiting for that. You know, yeah, I just wanted like, somebody so who knew yeah, yeah, what yeah. they were talking yeah. about to like let me know that like you know I had something to look forward to yeah. in a way. You know, like that was crazy. But then he gives me the bad news. He's like, well, good news, kind of bad news. He's like, um. He's like, all right, your forehead, you got on ice. Yeah, we're just going to plug that thing back in. It's going to heal back. I'm like, this is great. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Yeah. We're going to, like, you know, kind of bolt it in, but it will heal back. I'm like, wow, this is crazy. So I, I go a couple weeks. And at this point, I'm in Kessler from October 31st until, geez, I spent almost three months there. Dude, I, I was living there until, yeah. like, January 28th or around there. Dude, it felt like home. That like my dad worked, uh, you know, up for the gas company about ten or fifteen minutes away from there. So we just drive straight from work over there, hang out with me every day. My wife or my mom was there constantly. Mm -hmm. All my friends would come by. Like it just, it just got to a normal routine. Yeah. It, it yeah. felt, it was cool. Like <laughs> I just, I, I came and visited you one day because again we have yeah. mutual friends, Glenn. Obviously, yeah. my diesel mechanic, uh, and you guys grew up together, I think, and, and he said, you know, let's go. Mm -hmm. Actually, I guess how it started is um, somebody asked me to put a post about you. I heard about your accident, you know, very early on, and um, although I hadn't met you, you're, you know, everybody had nothing but great things, but somebody asked me to post about, I think, Road to Recovery and trying to do a fundraiser, and um, so I had posted, and then Glenn one day hit me up, and he's like, hey, I'm going to go up and see Scotty tonight. Do you want to go? And I just remember getting there. And thinking in my head, this poor kid's way up north. He's from Jackson. There might be, you know, maybe his mom's there, maybe his dad. <laughs> Bro, it was like a party. Right? It was like all your friends, big boy, you your mom, your dad, your aunt. It was like, I was like, this is awesome. And, and you, you remember, like, when we were sitting there, yeah. it wasn't just, like, my friends and right. family. Though. I had, like, people that I was friends with from you, the, the you, place. Uh, you yeah, introduced yeah, yeah, yeah. me to, I remember a kid that played hockey yeah. that was in there. You yeah. introduced me to so a lot many of people kids. A lot of athletes. You know, because like, there was different floors of Kessler. Like, yeah. um, the first floor, I don't remember what it was. I think, uh, oh, I'll get it messed up. But I know the second floor was, you know, spinal cord. And then the third floor was, like, brain injury. Like, mm -hmm. they didn't know if I was going to be on the brain injury floor or yeah. the spinal cord floor. That's kind of crazy, man. Like, because, like, my brain was, was messed up for, for a while. Like, I, there's videos of me saying ridiculous stuff, dude. Like, and, 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 
I didn't know what I was doing. I was cursing nonstop. Like, if my grandma was in there, dude, I was just, I had no filter. I was just letting it run. Wow. If, dude, I had this nurse that came in there every day. Her name was Grace. But for some reason, she would walk in, and I would sing 7 o'clock in the morning. Here she is, Miss America, every morning. Dude, like, I don't know what the... Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Wow. It's out of nowhere. And it became normal. Like, and then uh, just one day, I just was like, walking. I'm like, hi, Grace. And then she's like, goes to my wife. She's like, what's wrong with Scott? And she's like, no, he's fine. Yeah, everything's normal. I just stopped singing. <laughs> and then I stopped cursing. But I had no doctors around to explain any of this. Yeah. So at the end, when I was getting ready to leave, one of my doctors was like, all right, you know, let's talk about you leaving. You know, you had a frontal lobe injury. That controls your filter. You're going to notice some changes. I'm like, oh, my God, yeah. finally. Like, I realized yeah, yeah, why I was so weird, you know? At the like, end, he gets it. Just ridiculous <laughs> things, you know? That, does it, that, that, like, was it all at once? Thing, you stop saying things or is there things that just I, got better for me I feel on? like it was like almost like a light switch mm-hmm. you know in a way like this one morning I just yeah. got Both got normal I have a little a little yeah. experience with that and, and that makes total sense frontal lobe because I remember well when I was in high school one of my really good friends Chris won't say his last name um, really good friend of mine um Long story, I won't get into the whole thing, but he shot himself. He shot himself under the chin, and the bullet lodged in his frontal lobe. And they did the same thing they did with you. They, you know, peeled his forehead back, and they were going to do a surgery, and they couldn't remove the bullet, which would cause more damage to remove it. So they left it in. They patched him up, and they sent him home. And I remember it was a frontal lobe. And I, we were in high school, you know, we were maybe like 16, 17 years old, something like that. But his emotion, his emotional being was so different after the accident and somebody explained to me that it's because the bullet impacted his frontal lobe and it changed it he was like a totally different kid yeah. totally different but thing. like i'm so glad that like i'm I get, i'm back to who i am yes and anything man like yeah. i'm just so glad that like yeah. you know i can have normal conversations with everybody yes. i have all my memories yes. i have my wife you know she gets to talk to her husband you know yeah, things like yeah, that that's yeah. such a big i'll deal. be honest when i visited you i didn't know what to expect because i knew you had a, a major you seem so yourself, man. And this is when you were missing your head. Yeah. And wearing a helmet. You know, and you, to me, you seem, I w- when I left there, I was like, he's going to be all right. Yeah. He's going to be good. And yeah. that was in the beginning. They were, you were in rough shape back yeah, then. Yeah, because when you came was yeah. in January, you know, so that was, you know, two months about after, uh, after it. Um, I guess that was enough time for it to heal. But so back to the, the doctor about the forehead. So um, he's telling me, all right, we're going to put the regular forehead back in. I'm like, great. This is awesome. And then I, I go for like my last checkup and he's like, yeah, we're going to um, we're gonna put a plastic forehead in. I'm like, what? He's like, ah, I saw there's there's fractures in the other one. He's like, it doesn't matter anyway because you know that piece it probably would have only lasted three years. We would have had to do surgery again. I'm like, why the hell do we even bother doing that phone in the first place, dude? Yeah. If you're telling me you're gonna just put a plastic piece in that's gonna fit perfectly, like you know, so this why? thing's yeah. been sitting on ice yeah. for like yeah. for like four or five months. <laughs> what do they what do they do with it now? Dude, just Awesome. The it's funny you say that because I'm hoping that that thing is in the trash <laughs> and it, I'm not going to get a bill like 20 years down yeah, the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pay for the right? yeah. It's crazy though. Um, uh, I actually had a, a random uh, FaceTime with TJ Lavin. He's like, hey dude, I got someone to talk to. Put your eye favor on. He's like, your eye favor is like, you know, he had somebody that went through a similar thing and they got the plastic one in and he said the plastic one's awesome. And like, I was like, dude, yeah, it's all, like, you, you know, he was like in front of me. My my mom said that, like, wow. I was on a Facetime. I was like, holy crap, that's great, you know. Like, yeah, it was cool. good. You're getting sure everybody, Frankie, kicked the shit out of him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the truth, man. Like, I, I, listen, that's the only time I ever talked to you, right? Favorite in my life. Yeah. <laughs> but like, Frankie, man, you that fight, you killed it. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you fought awesome that fight. I just want yeah, to yeah. say that, man. You 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 killed it. That was great. But um, <laughs> it's fun because TJ Lavin, you know, BMX guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's such a 
big guy into MMA. Yeah. So yeah, random. But that that phone call though was so important because like I know nobody knows anybody that goes through that yeah. gets a plastic piece yeah, installed yeah, in their yeah. head, you know. Right. So I finally got mine installed on Valentine's Day, my plastic piece. So um, it goes in. I, dude, it was the worst pain ever. Like oh, the, really? the healing of that was a nightmare. Wow. Like it was insane. But he comes out of that because he's explaining. He's like, all right, we're gonna put the plastic piece in. It's gonna be some bolts. They're gonna be holding it in on there. I'm gonna put some bone cement so it seals in. I'm like. I got a question. I'm like, but my brain, I'm like, you clearly see, my brain is so, it looks like shrunken back. Like, what are you going to do to fill the void between my, my brain and the, the cranium? And he's like, it's going to sound crazy, but it's like magic, man. He goes, in three hours, your brain will expand and fill it up. Like, your brain is, I mean, your body's mostly water. I would assume your brain is, so maybe that's not that crazy. But yeah, it fills in the space, exactly. So he was talking about this bone cement, it's going to be tight seal. Okay, great. So after my surgery, I remember him coming in. He's like, great news, man. Best fit I've ever seen for seeing a 3D printed, you know, forehead thing. I'm like, oh, that's good news, right? If Cejudo had a brain injury, you think his head would fill in with all that yeah, brain. Oh, man, you got a lot of brain. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, really good. <laughs> so, um, whatever, nine days later go by. I'm feeling pretty normal at this point. I drop something out of my wheelchair. I go to bend over to pick it up, oh, dude. Bro. All of a sudden I hear... <laughs> Like a like a, <laughs> a release of air coming out of my brain. I'm like, no, he didn't do the brains, the the bone cement. I'm like, damn. Called him up, drove an hour and a half to him that day. But the next morning. So wait, 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 where do you yeah. hear? Where you just hear like, this? I, just, he, I hear it out, but like it was like oh it was God. out there. I heard a, like imagine like a, like a silent but deadly like, I hope like that was a fart, dude. Yeah. Like that's what it sounded like. I'm like, no, not again. Like, if I have to do this again, like, I don't want to do this. It sucked. Oh, um, so what would what, they say? What, so happened? I get there. Um, he does a, a you know, a MRI or whatever. Um, he removes my my uh, stitches, and he's like, dude, it looks awesome. He goes, let's just not bend over and get it for a little yeah, while. Yeah. So I told Big Boy about it. He's like, dude, you had a brain fart? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I guess so. I was like, Technically, I did. But then after that, never had a brain fart since. Everything's been normal. And like looking at me, dude, I can't believe it. Like just think about it, dude. I've had my, my head... You know, cut completely open, yeah. a, a fake forehead put in, but dude, you couldn't even tell. Like, no, not, not at all, man. Not at all. I look pretty normal. I, I, I haven't seen you yeah, since yeah. then, and I walked out obviously to greet you and you got, I'm, bro, you look, you look great. You, you also, I mean, obviously, you lost a lot of weight during that time dude, too. So I remember, much. Yeah. I went from I was weighing like 135, 140, yeah. um, and then I dropped down to 114. Like, oh wow, it was Holy a lot, shit. man. So yeah. gaining it back took a while, but yeah, like I mean, it's hard. To, it's hard to gain muscle back now because like I can't control the muscles fully, like. You know, fast forward just a little bit, like, um, you know, I, after after I was out of the hospital with my, my brain, like, uh, I was still in a wheelchair, and then, like, just went to more therapy after. Instead of living in Kessler, I was now going to a satellite one up in Ocean. I'd go a couple times a week, then, uh, you know, my, my, my guy Tyler that was working there, he was like, one day, he's like, all right, we're not doing the chair anymore. You're doing Strictly Walker. I'm like, dude, no. I'm like, not happening. He's like... Went and told my wife, and of course, like, you know, what am I going to do? Then he takes my chair away, and I'm bringing my walker in. And then, dude, I went from, it's funny, because it, you don't want to be pushed in a situation like that fully. Like, there's times, like, it sucks, man. You just feel like everything is heavy. My body feels like it weighs just 10,000 pounds, dude. So, like, I don't I don't want to do stuff in a way, but I needed somebody to push me. And yeah. thank God they're they're so aggressive with that stuff. That's great. Because then he gets me walking again. Yeah. I'm walking on a walker. And then, you know, eventually I, I start taking steps on my own and, yeah. and I'm using a cane and then boom, I'm walking again, yeah. dude. That's amazing. And then ten months later, 
10 months later from my accident, literally to the day, I ride my bike again at the skate park. Yes. Yeah. How yeah. crazy. Another like, legendary video on his YouTube channel you guys should watch. Crazy. I just watched that yesterday. I'd seen it before, but yeah. I was kind of brushing just off think about that. I watched that. Yeah. months later, yeah. you know. And That's I'm, incredible, man. Bike. That's yeah. incredible. It's nuts thinking about it. Like, you know, and... It went from day one, telling your parents you may not make it through the night, yeah. to people not even talking about the possibility of you walking, mm -hmm. to one doctor saying... Ten months later, you're actually riding your bike again. Crazy. Yeah, How crazy is it's, that? It's wow. nuts. But like, I, I want to be clear. You know, like, do I need to ride anymore? No. You know, like, I, I've done enough in my career where, like, dude, if I if I wasn't gonna ride the next thing, dude, I'm, I did ten times more than I ever expected in yeah. my career. Like, do I need to ride anymore? No. I, I mean, like, do I miss what I used to have? Yes. Mm -hmm. But like, it's different now in a way. Yeah. But, like, I started riding in because there were so many kids that were watching my YouTube channel, and I wanted them to see, you know, like, yeah. dude, I'm, it's going to be okay. Yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah. want, you know, to, to be, like, a sad story. Yeah. So, like, I ride my bike now, but, like, I do it on my own terms. Yeah. And I make sure that, like, I think about my wife and my family before yeah, I get my yeah, bike. Yeah. And I'm not going to be an idiot. I'm not going to do things I can't handle, and I'm, they're not going to get another phone yeah. call. I'm yeah. just going to do it to have fun. Like, dude, I've been riding all week. This has been, like, That's I'm actually nice. filming something, you know, my longtime sponsor, Vans. You know, it should, me riding again, like, dude, it's been great, and like every day. I think that I'm, says a lot about Vans too. That they course. stuck with you, man. Of course, you know? man. Like, yeah, you got a shout out. You got a shout out, Lisa. Yeah, well, he's got an amazing dude, life, Lisa. I actually chat with Lisa more, you know, than I do because you're such a busy guy. I was actually, I'm like, was Scotty doing a podcast? I'm like, yeah, everything. <laughs> like, and my wife, she's the best, man. Like, yeah. the fact that she had the toughest job out of anybody yeah. through this, man. Like, yeah, just imagine that, that, dude. Can. You're. Oh yeah, your your husband. He might not ever walk again, and yeah, he he he's gonna be weird. <laughs> you know, right, like that sucks. Right, yeah, yeah. I'm so glad I'm just like normal, and like she doesn't have to be my caretaker right, anymore. Right, you know, right. like I'm so grateful for that. But she handled it like a champ. She did. She yeah. she just never held, never once stopped, never. And still to this day, you know, she'll she's she's always looking out for me. Like we we went away like on a quick little uh, vacation just this last weekend, and we went to Ocean City, and like. We, we rented a boat and I'm like on a beach for the first time and like I end up falling on the beach and she's like oh my god oh my god and I'm like we're okay yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know like I could I could fend for myself if I fall I can get back up man yeah. and that's so cool like yeah. I'm so proud of her so as your your YouTube channel has it has it changed I mean the dynamic from mostly riding obviously Big Boy probably still rides a lot he's a yeah. big star himself Big, big Boy's got a great story too he used to be a fat kid and, like, <laughs> and now he's a shredder on the BMX <laughs> that's pretty funny I like Big Boy he's a nice yeah. nice dude but um has your has your uh, sort of platform, I guess, changed now? Is it more is it more traveling? You guys do an incredible amount of traveling. You spend about half the year in Florida, don't you? Well, yeah, well, I moved to Florida because my body doesn't do good in cold, cold weather. weather. Anything under like seventy degrees, yeah. I start locking up, and yeah. I, I I I take a bunch of steps back, man. I start walking full like zombie like in Florida, man. I get to ride my bike all year round. Like yeah. I, it feels great. Awesome. So, like, you know, it's it sucks being away from friends and family in New Jersey, you know. But like, I love being. Love being in Florida. You know, we're in Orlando area, and it's it's cool, man. There's a lot of things to do. That's like awesome. the lifestyle's awesome. Yeah. So love being able to be active all year round. Like right. especially back to my skate park being closed. We used to have a place to go in the winter time. It was great, but now since the skate park's closed, like you know, it sucks. Yeah, you want to go outside in cold weather. Yeah. Speaking of parks, have you guys? I I I wasn't here. I wasn't mm -hmm. living here at the time. But uh, Lou, I'm sure you have. I just watched. You guys see the documentary coming out about Adventure Park? Did any of you guys? Bro, Dorney Park. No, Class Action Park. 
what are they, what class, they call it class action no, park. Yeah, yeah, action park. Yeah. Action yeah. park. The one that was up in, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's up in, in Vernon. Like Mountain uh, Creek. Yeah, yeah. But Vernon, they say, right? Vernon's yeah. in the Yeah, Vernon, yeah, yeah, yeah. They say there was so many injuries. They call oh. that's why they call yeah, it, the nickname is class. So many injuries, and their insurance was like in the Cayman Islands or something. It wasn't yeah. worth the paper. <laughs> the, it was the owner made it up, yeah. Yeah, they're making an actual document. I can't wait to watch I've heard, it. I've heard about that. I watched it today. As a kid, like being on that rope swing thing. Oh, so you did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. slide. That was that thing's still there like, yeah, oh, I yeah. went mountain biking there recently and that that slide thing is still still there which is wild like yes. there's like car things for it I guess so you, you're in the mountain biking uh, dude it's cool that's something <laughs> I, I mountain bike I mean yeah. I don't get to go often because I'm always yeah. training but when I can I go I've, I've been, do you I'm go to like a lair a lair that's yeah, most like Clayton sometimes awesome. you know yeah, yeah uh, Clayton is cool uh, a lot of like level changes you yeah, know, I yeah. want to get back like I haven't gone to a lair once once since my accident it was it was a shit show man I uh I ended up like falling twice and like yes. I did it as like yeah I'm gonna do it and I didn't like damn <laughs> it's like yeah. well let's wait a little bit just because my reaction time sucks yeah, yeah, so like yeah. what I want to do I want to get like one of those electric bikes and try yeah, it yeah, yeah, sure. everybody's doing that now. yeah yeah just because like I have enough power to pedal but like let's say if I had to crank up a hill I don't know if I could do it but yeah. I'm gonna try to go without the electric bike soon with my brother I'm gonna map out a trail I think that'll be good for me right, and right. we'll see how it goes but like uh, you know, I ride my road bike every single day, pretty oh, much. Oh, really? Yeah, I do. I do a bunch of miles. I, that's my favorite thing in the world right now is riding my bike. Really? It's like yeah. it's the only time I feel like a bit normal. Like I feel like I, I got speed and I'm flowing. Like because yeah. when I walk, I'm still clunky. I can't do anything more than a stumble of a speed. You know, mm -hmm. like so it's just when I get on a bike, I feel free again, right? right? Like yeah. I feel, that's the most normal I feel. Yeah. I go, I can ride my bike ten times better than I can walk. Yeah, I was thinking about getting a road bike too. My my, you you know, my road loss just got a specialized, nice one. But yeah. uh, it's it's fun. I I take his like a loan around once in a while. We got know? a shot, man. So come yeah. on, we'll yeah. we'll hook yeah. you up, right? Yeah, we, we <laughs> should. Uh, I mean, you got a bigger following than we do, but Scotty SC Bikes, right? Well, yeah. SC Bicycles is the is the name of the uh, the website. Um, you know, SC Action Sports, the like the original name, yeah. but. Back to the original one, man. Here we go. Remember we talked about Bicycle World. Right, right. Yeah. That's my shot now. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Right, right, right on nine. Yeah, oh, wow. So, I'll dude, come by. I have, a, I have a picture of in second grade, a drawing that place, all right, as a kid. Yeah. Like, it was like my favorite place in the world. I drew the, the racks and everything from the inside. And in 2007, me and my parents went partners and we bought the place. Right. That's awesome. Well, we, you know, like, it's, it's crazy. It's full circle in a way. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, yeah. you know I've, I've, you know, my whole life, that's where I started racing and, like, my little brother was racing there, and then the woman that would, that used to own it, because my dad was the track director, he was in there constantly. I remember being in the back, uh, messing with the, the mechanics and stuff. They just took me in there. And then out of nowhere, I went back there, and there was a new guy working. He's like, get out of here. Kick me out. I didn't realize it. There was another bike company. The, the, old, the old couple retired. A company called Beacon took over. Oh, and yeah, yeah, I went back. Yeah. yeah, I went back there. Dude, they kicked me out. I never went back there again. Wow. Like, as a kid, I was like, I'm going to buy this fucking place. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the fact that it happened like that, it's just crazy. Yeah. So we're still open. Like, it's, it's, it's been that's really awesome. cool. My little brother works there. My, you know, my oh, mom great, runs man. the place. Yeah. It's, it's wild, dude. It's it really awesome. is. Yeah. Wow. It really is, man. Like, it's, been a, it's been a wild journey. Uh, it's more than I ever expected. And um, and now you still doing stuff for uh, for rehabilitation and everything? I am. I mean, like I'm doing my own stuff though. Yeah. Like you know, I'm finally at the point where like being you know, just the normal stuff isn't as much of a task anymore. Like I want to start working out and I want to push myself and I want to see how far I can take this, man. I want to see yeah. like you know, like I, like I said, I want to I want to be careful on the bike, but like, dude, I want to do a backflip again. Yeah. And like and. Uh, 
I know uh, I, uh, Roger's eyebrows just raised looking at me. Which is not not because you said that. It's it's just the mindset you have is so. I mean, I don't know that I would have that. I've never strived through adversity like you have, and I I don't know. I'd like to be like, oh fuck, I'll be just like that. <laughs> Nobody knows until it happens to you. But just the mindset that you could say. I would like to do a bad thing again. So bad, it's, and like I. But here's the thing: like being in my position, you know, being paraplegic, and being able to, you know, potentially have a second go at things again. You know, like let me see how far I can take this in. Man, I want to start training. I want to start gaining muscle again. Have you, uh, wanna... have you ever ever uh, thought about stem cells? I don't know anything about it. I don't know anyone that knows anything about it. Talk to it, this guy. You know? Talk to yeah. this guy. Yeah. I'm, 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 I just had a, a conference call with a, yeah. with a company from in Columbia, mm -hmm. Bioaccelerator. A lot of big... Matt Hughes actually goes down there. Really? For, he had a TBI. Yeah, yeah you know? I know all about it, man. Um, yeah, man. I, I, I'll, I'll give you some info on yeah, it. Yeah, let's yeah. talk about yeah, it afterwards, yeah, man, because sure. I don't know anything about it. Like, I'd be, I'd be so curious to hear... Like I've seen, they, I've seen they, they do things there that they just don't do here. You yeah, know what I mean? I know, I know. Because yeah. I, I remember, like, you'd be, dude, you you bring your YouTube channel down, bro. Yeah. You know, it'd be, it'd be cool. They give you the homie hookup. No, it's listen. It's something I don't know anything about, and I, you know, I, I gotta, I gotta be educated to, yeah, to know. Yeah. Sure. That's it. Because and that's like a lot of things, like especially. For for my healing, let's say, like people are like, "Oh, are you doing uh, cry or are you doing this?" I'm oh, like, dude, yeah. I don't even know where cry blades is. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like, I don't know anybody that's ever done it or anything like yeah, that. I've so, done it. It's alright. It's not you know. Eh, it's a ice band, bro. You some know what people, mean? some people like rave about it. Yeah. And some people are just like, "Is this really cold?" Yeah, yeah it's pretty much. <laughs> really stem cells yeah. a whole nother level. Stem cells definitely a whole nother level. That's an internal thing. Because in the beginning, like somebody tried to get me on like um. Like a trial for the United States trying to make it legal. Like they wanted to use me as a thing, but they're like, hey, he doesn't qualify. Like my my injury wasn't bad enough, so I'll take. I mean, like, yeah, that was a good thing at the time, right? Yeah. But but I mean, I've 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 heard you know good things, but I just don't know anything about it, man. So I'd be yeah. interested. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Pass yeah. I don't really know much. I'm learning. I'm learning yeah. as I go. You well, know, you know, just transfer it over to me. Yeah, just figure it out. And we'll go from there. But like I was saying, I want to push myself. I want to see how far I can take this, man. And like. I want to do a backflip because like there's not there's it's more technique it's not a lot of power so I think I could pull it off I could start in a foam pit and then I can work yeah, my way onto yeah, a yeah. different ramp and dude, it could be pretty epic man I think that would be a big thing. For where would people. you where would you practice for that in Florida because I don't know. No, I mean, you don't have anything here right you're behind, of, behind your shop on yeah. the the SC shop mm -hmm. you've got an outdoor sort of setup up, up it, there well, right it's but, a track that's back there. oh okay you know like in uh, it's a, a completely different thing from us yeah. um, technically so. I mean, like, this goes back to my skate park being closed. Like, when that skate park closed, it changed everything. Yeah. I wish we were more well-prepared and we were able to open up another one. But, dude, they, you know, I was barely getting better from being paralyzed. Yeah. And, like, they, we had a lot of fish to fry at the time. Right. So uh, I would like to... Dude, I would, my dream would be to open up another skate park. I would love to figure that out. You know, I, I remember I was riding my bike Do you think that would do better in Jersey because we do have the winners? Of course. I mean, right? Because right? yeah. in Florida, like, there's a lot of that open up, but, like, right. everybody wants to be outside. Right. Nobody, yeah, right. You know, right. Like, everybody wants to be, like, it's crazy because we had, like, the weirdest business dynamic. We had a bike shop that does really good in the summertime when it's nice, and we had a skate park yeah. that's really good when it's crappy out. Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. both, like, combined and keep each other out. open. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, like, I was on a bike ride recently, and I, hype myself up to open up a skate park I'm like I'm doing it and like this is like a 15 minute conversation I'm having with myself and at the end I'm like alright we're gonna have to find a realtor and I'm like dude it's a freaking pandemic you're not opening up a skate park I'm <laughs> yeah, like no, you gotta charge right. people to come in you need a lot of people to come yeah, in like, yeah you're right you're you're right. Stuff stuff yeah, you know yeah. like, just, so I'm like just wait till November it'll be all over <laughs> that's, <laughs> what <I'm laughs> yeah, that's what I'm hoping man yeah. so uh 
we will see what happens in the future, but I would love to. And if that's the case, then I'm going to build something that I can practice on. Bro, you have such a following, and you're so beloved. that, that, well, you're, that you're, There's you're, no way that could fail, man. I mean, Your attitude no is amazing, honestly, yeah. man. You're, you're oh, a fucking huge, man. huge inspiration, bro. Seriously. Really and and uh, if you people don't follow your story and they, they start to, you know, you, you got you can make courage being... Just being you, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm being serious. <laughs> well, thanks, man. Yeah. Very well spoken as well, yeah. Thank you, thank you. We're almost done kissing your ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, keep it up. It feels great. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, no, man, to, to go through what you went through and, and say, hey, I want to hit a fucking backflip, I mean, that's that's... <laughs> That's yeah. that fight spirit, man. You know, that, I know fight a, spirit when I see it. Listen, that's a man, that. uh, serious question. As a 38-year-old guy still fighting, I mean, does that, that's kind of, I'm yeah, not an athlete, but that's going to be fucking inspiring. Jacks me to fuck up, man. I'm going to kick your ass when we get out of here. I'm jumping in, too. If we're going to Beachcomber tonight, there's something yeah, yeah, else yeah, with my fight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So cool. I'm just so psyched to be able to sit here with you guys, man. This is awesome. Like, dude, dude, Frankie, like, I'm such a fan of MMA. Like, I've been following your career for so long. And, like, dude, I, just let me just compliment you real quick. Like, my favorite thing about you and your career, dude, you were, like, you, you didn't have to talk, run your mouth to get the fights, dude. Like, yeah. you know, you, just being Frankie, that's, like, there's no other fighter that I could think of right now that didn't have to, like, sell themselves to, to, to make it to where you made it to, man. Like, dude... You were the big fight, no matter what. These guys had to talk to be you. And if, if there was somebody else that was coming up that was big time, you know, they sent them over to, to you. Like, you know, or like if you wanted to switch up weight classes, like, dude, of course, Frank, get Frankie to the top one because you were going to show up every single time, man. I and like, that, man. dude, like, you had such an amazing career and it's still going. And, dude, you're still kicking ass. And I'm just. I just needed to tell you that, thank man, you, because thank we you. didn't really get a chance to talk much yeah, before yeah, we jumped right, on, right, so right, I right, just right. needed to let you know, dude, I'm such well, a big well, fan. I mean, someone that's a, a legend and doing what you do, it's definitely a much appreciated, man, so, uh, you know, like-minded I, 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 people, I guess, you know, connect, and uh, yeah, man, I, you're, you're the way you attack stuff, too, the way you have this confidence in yourself. They have to have that in fighting, I think, and and that's why I never talk. You know what I mean? I was always confident in myself. I I let the the, the my actions do do the talking for me. You and you seem you seem kind of like that. that yourself, you know. Even even the biggest shit talkers of the game, the guys in his weight class, the guys like Conor McGregor. Never really talked a lot of shit about Frankie, and which I respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But not only, but not only the the fighters respect you, but like the guys, you know, that are controlling the company, they know, like, dude. Of course, we're going to put Frankie in this position because he's going to show up and he is going. He's going to do what he's going to do. Like that's awesome. Man. Like, yeah, thank you, man. Thank so you. So freaking cool, dude. Just from like a, like an outsider, you know, me being a BMX guy. Like I just I just need to let you know that. Guys, I'm, it's I'm so feeling cool. a little left out. Can you call him at my hair or something? <laughs> bro, you, you definitely had a good run on Jersey Shore, right? It was a solid run. <laughs> what a dick! What a dick! <laughs> this is a lot of fun, man. Thanks for having me. This is a blast, man. I listened to your story and. Uh, well, I'm inspired, man. I really am, and you know, I'll, I'll definitely uh, like to see. I like to see you do that backflip, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. go for it, Frank. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, I got a question. So I was watching a clip. Uh, little Charlie Kramer showed me a clip back in the day. Uh, I think it was X Games when you came down the pipe and you did a trick going down. Was that yeah. planned? Oh yeah, yeah. So that was my that was my first X Games gold medal. So what he's talking about is 2006 X Games. Um, uh, so, like I said, I, 2003 was my first one. 2004, I broke my leg, couldn't ride. 2005, I got second place behind Dave Mira. 
Oh, some wow, Dave Mira went on um, on David Letterman, and he's like, "Yeah, Scotty Kramer should have won that one." Like crazy, no, wow. Wow. Yeah. Like so, uh, I mean, I didn't care. I got second place behind Dave Mira. It was one of my yeah, first X Games medal, 2006. They had built like the perfect course for me, and I did this like tail dropping down this crazy, you know, 40 foot rolling, and like, dude, it was just it was it was scary as hell, you know, like, uh, but like that was kind of who I am, you know. I, I was that guy that looked outside the box in my riding, and like. If you build something like that for me, I'm like, dude, thank you. Like, yeah. that's gonna give me opportunity to be different than everybody else. So that was my first X Games gold medal, though. That was a that was a now, really good now, feeling. Now I'm gonna have to watch that. That was yeah. huge, man. The announcers were like, Dave Mira for a minute. What, yeah, a, sure. what a what a sad sad story. That it is, is. man. I mean, to the world, to mm -hmm. me, no, and and probably maybe even to you. I don't it know is, if you knew yeah. him. On, I mean, a guy seemed like he was on top of the world. You know, yeah. you just yeah. never know what sort of demons people, people deal with. Or, yeah, that's why your your mental outlook and your 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 headstrong ability is so impressive to me because, I mean, you, you could have looked at that. Your perspective could have been a yeah. number of different ways on what you went through and what you experienced. And, bro, you looked at it like nothing but positive. You know, the physical pain alone had to be just It was rough, awful. man, because, yeah. like, that was my idol. Damir yeah. was my idol. Yeah. And, you know, the fact that, you know, like, it, it ended the way it did killed me because, like, part of me, you know, like, I was really bummed out for those last couple of years because, like, Dave the baddest dude to ever touch a bike, you know, the dude pushed BMX so far, and, and I felt like, you know, when he left BMX, you know, I felt like, in a, in a way, like, BMX, like, we weren't, like, bringing him back, or, like, you know, like, kind of keeping him at the top, like, he deserved to be, like, I, I wanted him to be recognized more for everything he'd done, but he left, you know, he started rally car racing, he started doing, like, triathlons and stuff like that, you know, like, pushing himself into the, to the highest limit, like, the first time I ever met Dave Mir, he brought me, or not the first time, like the first time I ever hung out with Dave Mir, he brought me on a trip with him, and he selected me to be in his video. There's only like six guys that were in this video part, and I played poker with him. First time I ever played poker in my life, and I'm doing all right, doing decent, like, um, and then Dave Mir was getting out, and he bought back in, and then he was getting out, bought back in, getting out, bought back in, and the dude just wouldn't quit. Yeah. Wouldn't quit, and then he goes and wins the game. You know what that Michael reminds me of? The Last Dance, Michael Jordan. Yeah, playing, yeah. Playing. Yeah. They said he would play on the bus for big money, and he'd see the guys in the back playing for like you know, the, 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 not the star athletes, the guy that weren't made. They weren't, and he'd still want to beat them. It was just about competitive. Exactly, because he had that competitive, competitive drive, inside yeah. of him. So yeah. like, and like me realizing that, like as time went time went on, like and after BMX, you know, like and he wasn't able to be that top guy, like. That killed me in a way, like that he was out there trying to just find it, doing other yeah. things. So like, yeah. when it ended the way it did, dude, that was that was rough, and yeah. it, it's just such a sad story. Is there any insider talk since you're an insider? I mean, of what, what you know, what caused? Oh, clearly, it was depression. But yeah. what brought that on? Was it was it that he sort of lost his way, and he wasn't this this you know. You top know, athlete I, anymore? Or I, yeah, I think that had a lot yeah. to had yeah. a lot to do with it, man. Like. Um, and, and to be honest with you, I'll be straight up honest, and it's pretty dark, but, like, dude, I, there's times where I've had some dark times after my, when my BMX career was plateauing, you know? Like, yeah, and, yeah. like, it's like, I'm, I get so depressed. Like, when I start my YouTube channel, man, like, I'll, and this is a, you know, a sad story, but, like, really when I started it, I'm trying so hard to get these videos out, and I'm not getting any views like the rest of the guys. Like, I remember just crying in my room, just laying on the floor crying of, like, now what? Like, what am I going right. to do? And then when, once the channel took off, like like I said, that's why I ran full. full keep full. showing up. Yeah, that's so, what you do. You keep and, showing up. And that's the thing. Like uh, now, I in especially the fact that like, you know, CTE. Let's talk about that in a way. Like, uh, 
it plays such a big role, like, uh, you know, Dave Muir, CT. Right, yeah. So, like, that makes me think, man, dude, I've hit my head so yeah. many times, oh, like, man, and, like sure. and I know I was getting dark, and I'm like, man, dude, maybe I'm affected by it. But if I, if I acknowledge it, at least, and I talk to everybody around me of how I'm feeling, I think that's the main, main yeah, thing, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, like I've been... I've been super happy, you know, it's, it's, it's times where it would get dark for me, especially in my situation, like, it sucks when I can't do normal things, like, especially right now, like, there, when I can't, you know, open up a bottle of water or something like that, because I'm not strong enough right now, like, it sucks, it's really yeah, frustrating, right. but, like, you know, I just always got to remember, like, things can be so much worse, yeah, I try to yeah. tell myself that, you know, just to, just to keep it through, but, like, it's, I think it's human nature to always you know, want to just keep on pushing forward with yourself and wanting more in a way. And like, I think it's, it's hard when you're a, a professional athlete at the top and then it just comes to, you know, you're not the guy anymore, dude. That's, that's really hard yeah. to, to deal with. So. Well, I mean, you're out looking on it and just the way you talk, just the way you're talking, I mean, you can tell you're a headstrong dude and that, that you gotta be, you gotta be in this situation, you know? And like you said, I'm, I mean, CT scares the shit out of me as well, you know, obviously I've had numerous amount of concussions mm -hmm. and, Sue Well, the football player, I mean, yeah. Jr. Say Say Yeah. Say yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. They that's say that he shot himself in the chest to preserve his I, brain I, I, so that they could wild, do man. CTE testing on him. But know. now they have, uh, I think they said they can, they can detect it now before you before post-mortem. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, what was the weird, you gave a weird stat on that one time. They tested. They tested if you played football. Right. And that didn't have to be necessarily professional, but could have been, you know, little kid all the way through. And I think that I'm not exactly sure they test like 250 brains and like 248 of them on CTA. Wow. But I'm like, I'm like, yeah, but I'm like, wonder, does, I would test 10 brains that didn't do anything. Right. And see if do it is half of them have oh, maybe, yeah, maybe yeah, you know yeah, what I mean yeah. how many people just have maybe everyone had their yeah, CT no, I don't right. know uh, that's that's an interesting thing yeah. to think is everybody hits their head a little bit you know you know like but let's just talk, like Junior say like it was so early on like you know what I mean like I feel like because of him and because of other people that are going through it there's now that we we could know about it if we could potentially be going through it right. so if we're if we're if it's going to be out in the open and we could talk about it then you know maybe that's going to help fix everything you know maybe it's not going to permanently fix it but like what they talking about Scott is, is the biggest thing yeah, right? yeah, especially absolutely. football players man they're you know well, well not, not only just talking about it which I, I think is hugely integral and important they've changed the rule set in football mm -hmm. that it's not as I don't think that matters oh, they're, really? they're, saying, they're saying you get it's not even hits the head you hit the body in their head oh, you're the jolting that's enough to give you a, a you know a CT yeah yeah. I mean, how many times I've been slammed on a mat before I even started fighting? You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just, you know. Well, I'm hoping, you know, like, like, I don't know, Elon Musk, you know, I mean, like, the, yeah, the, the, the neural link. Like, yeah, right. yeah. Dude, like, dude, this literally could be, like, life changing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm so curious to see what happens with that. Yeah. yeah maybe that can, you know, something yeah. like that can help. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. so we'll see. The future is, it's only going to get better for the right. situations right. like no these. Question. And I'm excited to see. Yeah. You know what comes next because there will be something it's gonna yeah, happen absolutely. you couple science with your attitude though and it's like it's just a matter of time yeah. you know what i mean it's yeah. just a matter no, of time no you're totally right man so hmm. yeah. but those football players too i was saying like or just athletes in general you know when you're, especially football though because that's like the, our biggest sport in our country right yeah. for, for the most part a lot of people and you know in high school they're getting noticed so in high school they're the man mm -hmm. you're the man college you're the man you're the pros you're the man 
now you retire. It's like, yeah, who's that guy? Right, yeah, he right. is. I think that a lot of that has to do with CT too. I imagine yeah, right. mood swings, man. Yeah, the emotions, yeah. emotions swinging around for and sure. And I know for sure. Like, yeah, days. Uh, even after fights, man, I get rocked or, or, or rocked in practice. Like, dude, I, I'm like, I know some of those dark days. And you just yeah. like they get depressed for no reason. Like, dude, why am I depressed? I don't even know why I'm depressed. Yeah. You know, because I'm just thinking about, it, man. I mean, I've hit my head, riding my bike a bunch of times, knocked out. I mean, knocked like, all fake teeth from hitting my head. You know, like. It's, dude, it was part of my life. And, I, dude, if anybody is going to be worried about that, dude, like, I got a fake forehead right now. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Dude, I, I'm sitting there thinking about it. Like, dude, I'm like a prime candidate for yeah, this kind of right. stuff. If, if, right. if we had the possibility to revert time and, and, take, and you could do it all over again and not be a professional BMX rider to not have this accent, yeah. would, you, would you do that? Dude, it's such a hard thing to it's say. It's a hard yeah. thing, right? It's so because hard it sort to of say. made you. It's, of it's, course, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, like, I, I don't know what the hell I'd be doing without right, it, you know, right. like, I really don't, and right. it's it's wild, because, like, this is my life, and it's like, my my parents weren't anything with BMX, dude, my whole, my whole family's life revolves around yeah. this now, my yeah. mom, you know, working out of my bike shop, my dad, you know, clearly, you know, he owns the bike shop as well, my sister married a BMX rider, my little brother competes riding BMX, like, yeah. dude, if I didn't make that decision yeah, of riding, it would riding, affect dude, it a whole thing. Everything, yeah. man. Butterfly effect. It really yeah, is. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, that's crazy to think about. Oh, real quick, the butterfly effect. The kid that played in the butterfly effect, you know the movie, the one yeah, that right. played like the teenage Ashton Kutcher? Okay, yeah. He's the one that got the part for that stick at one time. No, this is, part. <laughs> this, is no this is like six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Just, right? saying, that's crazy. just is, saying that. This the is same six degrees of Scotty Kramer right, right, right now. Holy shit. He got my spot. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, just yeah. figure I'd throw that one in there. Just wow. because you brought it up. That's nuts, man. Yeah, ridiculous, man. That's my life right there. <laughs> shit. Imagine that, seeing Scotty, Scotty Kramer on the trailers to movies. Dude, that would, that would be, be great, man. <laughs> hey, it's never too late. I think no. it is, though. I think it is, nah, Frank, because no like, way, I just, dude. you no know, way, man. I just don't got that movement. I don't got the... Well, Nah, I think you got the swag though, bro. Yeah, you definitely yeah, got the swag. Thanks, man. I, I, I needed that yeah. compliment. <laughs> Especially with my walk nowadays. <laughs> I appreciate it, guys. So, um, not on, let's let's go to a little personal if we can. Um, future, what does the future hold? I mean, you have an amazing wife, Lisa. We mm -hmm. mentioned her before. Love Lisa to death. Yeah. Just, the most, just the most heartfelt, terrific woman you'll ever meet. Yeah. But uh, what's the future for you guys? You ever think kids in the future? Or? Of course, yeah. yeah. She, you, know, you guys have. Uh, English Bulldogs, we do, we like, you have about 35 of them. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, technically, I've had six since uh, 2011. Yeah. Like, we're down to two because okay. I mean, the English Bulldogs, are, you know, they have those. I had a friend, and they only lived to be about 10 or 11. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. you know, we've lost a couple over the years. Um, you know, but we have two right now. They're such a pain in the butt. We love them to death. Um, but, like, uh, you know, afterwards, like, my wife, like, she loves kids. She would love to have kids. And, like, I, you know, I'm like, We'll just wait the bulldogs. We'll take care of these, and then we'll we'll take yeah, on right. another project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like that's that's where I'm at. But like, yeah. she deserves it, man. And uh, that's what's gonna make her happy, yeah. and that's what's gonna make her life. Then like, yeah, of course, man. Yeah, happy course. wife, happy life. Yeah. Kids will make she you happy too. You yeah. Once you have kids, you'll be yeah. like, damn. All right. She'd make a phenomenal mother. Man. Yeah. How, how old were you when you had your first ring? I had my first at 27. Brother, 27, I was 30, 30, 39 when I had my first. So you got plenty of time. Yeah. What are you, 33? I'm 33 right now. You got plenty of time. It doesn't matter as much for guys as it does. Yeah, I know. You don't have that biological she, like, problem. She, so. My wife's 30, you know, she's 33 uh, now, and she's like... Plenty of time. In her head, plenty though. Or, sorry, she, yeah. yeah, she's 33. But uh, in her head, she's like, she's like, what, what, I mean, I only got a couple of years. Come on, guys, they're going to be okay. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. just immediately yeah. just... 
thinking that's, about that's that. A, that's how they work. That's how I know, work. I know. It's like it's it's broken. It's natural. Yeah, <laughs> I understand. Yeah, like yeah. she sees all her friends having kids. Yeah. Man, that's not doing good for you know, for me trying to you know, get <laughs> yeah. the next couple no, of years here. No, but to be know. honest with you about the whole whole baby thing, like it's like I want to see how better I can get too. Like I want to be right. able to hold the baby yeah, like, yeah, confidently, yeah. man. Yeah, like yeah, I want to be able to yeah, help yeah, her yeah. and stuff like that. You yeah. know, like yeah. so I want that gives me more motivation to get better. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So Absolutely. yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, would, I would I would love that, man. I really would. You guys are make phenomenal parents, man. So yeah, that's great. I didn't know what you were gonna say. I didn't know if you guys, you know, maybe some people just don't want no, to have kids. Of course, you know, man. I've right? seen it. Yeah, yeah, I've definitely seen it. But yeah, it's something that you know I think would be a really cool experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you know, especially like seeing my brother with his kids and. And just everybody, but I know the commitment. Like I'm really, I'm glad that like, I know of how important it is and how much a commitment. And I, I know that like you know, it's okay to wait. You yeah. know, we don't have of to course, rush you. Yeah, yeah no, anything like that. Well, so, I, I waited. I was 39, yeah. uh, but I waited for a reason. I mean, obviously, you have to meet the right person. Of course, of course. But um, I think there's, you know, there's pros and cons to everything. You're having kids young. You got youth on your side. You're sort of that young, energetic parent or whatever. But I think you become a lot more financially secure the older you get, as well yeah. as probably a little bit more mentally mature and stuff. Definitely. So for me, it was the right reason. I would have been an idiot if I had a kid in my 20s. I wouldn't have. Oh, that's what you would have been. Yeah. So here we go. See, anger issues. Go get some counseling. Like I think about like my parents, man. Like I remember being six years old and asking my dad how how old he was, and he's like, "I'm 29." I'm like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you kidding me? I have like a what, ten year old or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. But it was a different. My parents had me when uh, my sister and I were 19 months apart. I think my parents were like 22, 23. I think I, I think people just do it a little bit. Older generation, of yeah, course, yeah. but I know it changes you too. You yeah. know, like it, it's it's a. Uh, I always tell my friends like, or people like uh, when when. Like you're an adult when you're of age, but like you're a you're a grown up yeah. when you have kids. Oh, yeah. That's kids when everything changes, right. man. Now you're not thinking for yourself anymore, you, and you, know? you can't. And that's a, that as long as people are at that point when they realize that they're not thinking for themselves. Right. That's I feel like then you're ready to yep. have kids. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, the big yeah, thing. Right. So. Like, I feel like I got a good head on my shoulders for yeah, it. And yeah, I, yeah. I, I, no, like, you don't. Have, happens, I'll be all right. I wouldn't doubt it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It will be a cool experience. It really would be, man. It would be, be a lot. Of, I, I think it would be easier than the English Bulldogs. To their pain. But, dude. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, what's your uh, IG at? I mean, listen, you got a huge following, but shout it out. Yeah, so well, in case yeah, anybody wants to follow you and your YouTube channel yeah, as well. Yeah, it's all just uh, Scotty Kramer. So, at Scotty Kramer. Okay. So, um. Yeah, check it out. We're just have, trying to have some awesome. fun. And before you leave, my man, you we, we'll take the board down for you, but you got to sign the board. Right? I'll, I'll be honored. Be honored, man. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, yeah well, thank, thank you for you know coming in, man, and spending some time with us. Dad, we'll have to have you down when you, when you do your next big video. We'll have to, we'll have to have you down. Dude, yeah, I, I would man. love to do it again, man. This is a lot of fun, guys. Yeah, for awesome. Sure, man. Awesome. Appreciate it. I've been chasing you around for a little bit. I always, I was always like, man, he's such a busy guy. I don't know if I want to text him or not. And I was like, I'll reach out to Lisa. Lisa probably got a little. <laughs> so Lisa's like, we'll get him on. So thank you, man. It really means a yeah, lot. You coming definitely. on, brother. I appreciate it. Um, you know, since 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 I heard your name 15 years ago, it's it's been spoken with nothing but respect. When Absolutely. I got the opportunity to meet you, even in the, the position and the situation you were in, you were just such a happy-go-lucky, good dude. Your whole family, man. I mean, I feel like I've met your whole family that day big boy everybody and and today is the exact same thing so man such an honor such a pleasure to know you thank you so much you're a huge inspiration to many many people out there so uh, and if you didn't know it uh, which i'm sure you did we're we're uh, we're here to tell you so thank you guys man this has been a really cool experience yeah brother for sure love to have you back on one day bro maybe after your dad yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right guys champ of the tramp share like subscribe Peace. peace